I'm Kenneth, and this is the Unspeakable Vice Podcast, where we talk about talking about sex. Sex is a dirty word, a taboo. It's something that just isn't talked about, and we're about to dig into why. So one of the first things that I said uh, when I first started the podcast was that sex is never talked about openly. It does come up a lot in conversations, but it's usually a joke. And um, so to to talk a little bit more about that today, I'm sitting here with my friend Jake. Hello, everybody. How you doing? My name is Jake. And uh, one of the reasons that uh, I wanted to talk to him is that he can be a jokester, especially when it comes to sex, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but it, it, it'll give us uh, some perspective on how this goes. So um, I know we were talking earlier, Jake, about uh, ways that you... Uh, have either used humor or whatever to either break the ice, mm-hmm. you said, or or to sort of learn something about people. So you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, it's not like I come out right off rip and just start cracking perverted jokes. You know, I'm not that type of guy, but when I get to know somebody, sometimes I'll throw a bone out there, as I call it, you know, say something, you know, that they wouldn't expect to hear from just a normal person. And it is always some kind of sexual innuendo or joke that's how I hope they perceive it because some people don't take it in that manner and most people do take it in a positive manner and they do joke and laugh about it or it turns into something you know deeper than what a joke would be presumed as originally so with that being said I have plenty of people that are uh, you know subject to me throwing a bone to them and a lot of people get good reactions out of them and it's all depending on how they react to me so I can gauge what type of person they are based upon how they take the bone you know so, so what do you what do you learn about a person by their reaction like i know some people and it depends on the circumstance you're in too right and the, the situation of course whether or not it's appropriate uh to talk about this but what do you learn about somebody by how they react to a joke like this well you can learn a lot about a person as you uh say a sexual joke to them you can uh, gauge their sense of humor especially you know they bounce another joke back or you might say something that might they might actually pique their interest and it might turn into a deeper conversation and on the negative side of the spectrum you have some people that may not take a positive at all they'll just shun away from it or shun you or they'll just you know give you a glare and it may have something deeper to do with something that's happened to them previously in their life but at that point you probably don't want to do any digging because you're already on their bad side by bringing up a, oh, okay. a bad topic in their eyes and then it shouldn't be a bad topic because I see it as always a positive thing in my life. So I never had a problem with it previously, and I like joking around with it. Sure. I've always been joking around. So, so I always say, I mean, right at the opening of the show, I say sex is taboo. Mm-hmm. It's something that people don't, like, you don't usually hear it brought up in polite company. Um, so I imagine some of the reactions have to do with that, where people are just either not expecting it, they think it's inappropriate. I know I've done that, even with you sometimes. I thought, oh, Jake, you're being inappropriate. But um, so how do you, what do you think about that sort of reaction? Do you think it's reasonable that there are times and places that it's not appropriate to talk about that? Or do you think people are of course, there's overrating a time. it, maybe? Yeah, of course, there's a time for everything. You're just not going to go into, like, you know, an establishment, like a professional establishment, or you know, busting people's balls, so to speak, on some sexual jokes. Like, I mean, there is always. I mean, you get. For me, I have a good sense of people because I've been around people my whole life. I've watched people, grew up with a big family, on all types of. I can pretty much gauge how people are going to react to what I say 
within the first, you know, 10 or 20 minutes. And normally I don't ever joke around with somebody in a sexual manner, manner until I've known them for about a couple of days or a week or so. Because I don't want them to come right out and be like, well, I just met you and you're a really freaky person. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to come off as a weirdo. But, uh, yeah, there's a time and place for everything. I mean, you just don't want to go into the courthouse and start spewing out uh, sexual innuendos, you know. Right. Or some some establishment of that type. And, you know, any religious service, you wouldn't want to go in there and say some freaky stuff. Because that's just inappropriate, even if you do know the person. I mean, Right, right. So, um so and then of course there's the opposite side of that where if you're sort of in in a you know more private area and you know you're around friends then it's a lot easier to bring up. Now one thing that I thought was really interesting is how you said sometimes a joke can turn into a deeper conversation. I'd love to hear more about that, especially mm -hmm. if there are any specifics that you want to talk about. Well, I don't want to get into anything too revealing of anybody's identities that I previously joked sure, around with, right. but uh yeah, there was several times actually I mean, in my life, and even recently, that I was joking around with somebody sexually, and, uh, well, obviously verbally sexually, not physically, but anyway, I said something to them, and they took took the bone, and instead of bouncing a joke back or just laughing, they were like, oh, did you ever try or do this or that? And I'm, I'm like, it took me it took me off my seat, so to speak, for a second, because I was like, whoa, like, this is turning into something else, and, you know, sometimes... Oh, that's it, interesting. I bet, like, the joke itself would be, like you sort of taking control of the conversation and trying to catch them off guard but it sounds like they switched it around yeah yeah they definitely they took the control that's cool oh yeah so how did that go it's definitely like a catch-22 because then i was in the hot seat at that point and right. they threw you know they threw the bone back in my yard so to speak and i was sitting there like okay so then i had to choose if i was going to either a continue the conversation or b you know just say hey just laugh about it and move on a lot of times it can do the conversation because it does bring up a deep meaningful conversation that helps you do some soul searching because there's not a lot of people that want to talk about stuff like that and you know there's not a lot of people that are open about it so most of the time i do continue it and i try to gather insight on their perspectives and how they view whatever the joke may be at hand you know like sometimes they may see say like in specific like i put a status on a social media site the other day and i put on there something about eating ass and you wouldn't believe the amount of reactions I got. It was just ridiculous. And I said the particular people that eat at this restaurant, if you eat this particular food, you guarantee to eat ass. And everybody was like, that's spot on. Mm -hmm. And they all laughed at it. And then they I actually had a couple people that went on there and questioned me and said, Oh, you don't? There were several people that went in the comment section and was like, Oh, you don't do this, you don't do that And I'm like, it made me think, Am I not normal for not indulging in this I mean lewd behavior I wouldn't call it shunned behavior because some people would probably love right well do you think they were joking they're... back or do you or oh I think uh, some of these people I know personally and I, I'm certain that they're like I could imagine that's that's something that a lot of people joke about but I could also imagine somebody sort of taking it serious or taking offense to the fact that it's joking yeah that is joking like you know, I eat ass and I'm proud of it and this and that. Yes, there were some people that were on there and they kind of almost looked at me like I was wrong for never indulging in this activity. So I was like, what? And it actually made me sit there and look at my computer screen for a second like, huh, really? It almost made me feel more open to, you know, at least trying some particular behavior that I may have not been comfortable with previously because apparently it's the bee's knees as well as my friends quoted. That's what he really said. That's what um, he said. Yeah. So. So I'm not uh, particularly familiar with bees, but uh, I have heard try everything twice. So you know there is there is some merit to uh, 
to going outside of your comfort zone and trying something new. But that's a different topic entirely. We don't need to get into that exactly right now. But um, you uh, talking when when the conversation turns serious. Do you have have you had an experience where there was something valuable? I always think it's valuable to talk about this topic. I mean, that's why I'm doing the the podcast and whatever. And so, have you had a situation where the the talk turned serious and you saw like like something that was really valuable and like, wow, I'm glad we had that conversation. Not just to get to know somebody better, because but because you actually thought there was important information that was exchanged that otherwise would not be. Yeah, that's actually pretty deep, honestly. Like, yeah, sometimes I do push further when they don't take the joke and they actually want to talk about the joke in a serious manner. I will, you know, instigate a conversation about it to learn more about people in general and what their preferences would be, what their, you know, kinks would be, or what anything may be with them. Because I would like to know what the general consensus would be for what the normal would be regarding sex because there is no normal with it everybody thinks it's not everybody thinks it's wrong but there is a lot of people that think doing certain things sexually are wrong and what's wrong and right is a fine line sexually and i think it's all opinionated and mm. by a personal preference of different people because some people will be oh i would never do that or i would do this and oh that's not normal but this is and you ask the next guy and he'll say it's normal so it's right. all opinions and i would just like to get like almost a percentage wise and see how many percent would do this this that and the other so i mean and there are some deeper things like uh you see some deeper foundings and you get to know the people for who they are or why that why they are the way they are because of something that may have happened previously in their life or you know anything yeah that's a, a really good point there's there's i think tons of stuff that we can learn about sex from each other that usually we're not those things just don't come up. We just don't get into those details. But if we do, we can find out, oh, this is normal. Or, oh, that's that's the right technique in that situation for how, exactly, to, yes. how to you know make that work or whatever. Or make somebody happy or um, do whatever. This will be better if you tried that. Or you'll never keep a girl if you don't do this. Or Yeah. And like you said, a lot of that is opinion. But it's always good, I think, to hear other people's opinions. And maybe yeah, exactly. you form your own. I think probably a lot of those things people just either assumed because they heard it from somewhere else. Or they... Mm-hmm came to their own opinion without really uh, thinking it through that well. Just, you know, sort of like, oh, well, this is what I'm going to do. And then exposed to somebody else's opinion that might change their mind. Let me ask the other question, though. I asked, I asked, how does that lead to a serious conversation? But what about when the jokes don't go over so well? Have, mm. Do you think that the jokes are inherently demeaning of the thing that you're joking about by the by the fact that you're joking about it it sort of makes it seem not serious or makes it seem like you don't care about the the legitimate part of that activity or whatever it is you're joking about so when somebody gives me a negative reaction to a joke that yeah or like or especially if they take offense to it oh like i mean okay so people i have a group of friends that um do streaming and stuff that sometimes joke they're all guys but sometimes they joke like the one guy is like being Mm -hmm. female being feminine or something and so they say oh you're a girl or you're acting like a woman or and so obviously that can be offensive to women that that you're putting men above women right so i mean that's just one example but so there do you think in general joking about a topic is going to demean it or do you think not necessarily i think joking or bringing in any topic to light would 
you know, shed more light upon it and make it less demeaning. But me being in a male position, as my sex is male, I have more tendencies to joke with men in a sexual manner. And I wouldn't like to joke with a woman in that manner unless I'm very comfortable with her, because then it would put her in an awkward juxtaposition to react negatively to my input. So if I give her a joking input of a sexual nature and I just met her, she may have a, you know, a bad reaction to that because she's just thinking in her head, you know, what is this weirdo on or what is this guy on or this guy is this or that and the other. And I just don't want to have a, you know, a shrewd opinion from a female because I decided to jump out the gate with a, you know, freaky innuendo. And normally I let them take the reins with that type of stuff. Unless, okay. like I said, like I said, I get to know the person and, uh, yeah, sometimes it does go over negatively with both sexes, even if you thought you know the person. Yeah. And I've, uh, normally I just stray away from the question and say, hey, how's the weather today then? You know, something else because you don't want to be in a situation and I tend not to dig too much into people's lives to see what's really making them tick and why they are having a bad reaction to that. But I think it all has to do with underlying perspectives in a schema that has formed in their mind because something that had previously happened to them in their life. So, yeah. So, jo joking around in general is usually um, a way to sort of broach an uncomfortable topic in a way that gives you an out that lets mm -hmm. you say, okay, I, I was just joking. I didn't mean it seriously, yeah. but you let, it still lets you sort of talk about it. And so that's useful, particularly in sex, because it is so hard to talk about. Do you, have you ever um, made a joke that was partway serious? Of course, all the time, you know, just to see how somebody gauges it and reacts. Like I said previously, you know, you know, you throw the bone out there to see how they want to react. And depending on how they react, you can gauge a lot about a person, you know. So like when somebody you know, laughs at the joke, or depending on a lot of body language even, you know, they may have a disposition of the joke that you weren't aware of previous to that, or they may, you know, let you know, oh, oh, that's pretty funny, but I was actually curious about that, you know, if it's a female, or even one of your man friends may say, yeah, yeah, that's pretty funny, but it's curious, <laughs> yeah, you, you say innuendo or anything like that, you know, it's an right. icebreaker, it's like a really big icebreaker, ice as any jokes are, that's, yeah. a, that's a good key word for I this. like that word, yeah, it's an icebreaker. Yeah. Um, I always am an idealist. I'm always thinking about like what's the best case scenario, mm -hmm. and so if do you think do you think it would be possible for people to be comfortable enough that you wouldn't need the joke to break the ice that you could just say what you mean straight out, or is that uh. is there something special about sex that makes that impossible, or is that just with it being such an intimate nature, the sexual topic, it's just really hard to come out the gate and just bring it up on a like, straight up broad topic spectrum. Especially you're sitting at like, say you're sitting at a bar amongst friends. I'd say the smaller the circle, it'd be easier to do in a non-joking manner. But the bigger the circle, the more the people are gonna say, there's a time and place for that and this is wrong. You know, like the fact of the matter is if you're on an adult setting, what's wrong about it? If you're in a bar, mm -hmm. everybody's 21 plus, correct? So what's wrong with us talking about this? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. The only thing wrong is the people's perspectives that are viewing it it's in a wrong manner. Either shame or just nervousness about it because yes. it's not socially acceptable, which is kind of like shame. I always like comparing sex to food. I think that's a really useful comparison. And so if you think about how people talk about food, 
it's everywhere. I mean, it's and it's comfortable. People can talk about it. They might list it on their bio just as a fun aside or whatever. But um, I'm imagining sitting in the bar, some guys. What would they? What would a serious conversation about food look like? Maybe maybe a guy would say to his friend, you know, I was I was making spaghetti sauce last night and. I was just curious, what do you, do you what's your like number one go-to spice? Because I know I like oregano, but it doesn't always come out the way I want it. What do you, what do you recommend, or what do you use? You know, yeah. But and then if you translate that to a sexual question, like do you think do you think that would be possible to have a question like that that's sexual in nature, or would it is that just going asking too much? I think in the general consensus of the general population if you were to go out and uh you know people find it a very intimate topic like i said before and going out and just asking people about what they're into and not knowing so a lot of people would take it the wrong way but you would have some mostly closed opinions on it because nobody wants to come out the gate or mm-hmm. i'd say a lot of people don't want to come out the gate and tell you what they're into or what their yeah. taste since you brought up food what their tastes and right. the sexual nature would be right. because some people may view their opinion as wrong because you know like i said before there's nothing normal when it comes to sex or there's nothing normal because everybody has a different opinion of it so it's going to be very hard to find somebody that's going to have an open mind enough to tell you what their taste is and there are people out there that would say yeah this is my taste this is what i'm into this is what i like even if you didn't know them, I and mean, I see them all the time in reaction videos that are on the internet. Yeah, I was gonna say. So if somebody doesn't have a, a friend group that they're so comfortable with that they can just sit in the bar and ask a question, you know, whatever whatever the question may be. I was you know trying this new type of lube the other day and it just mm-hmm. wasn't quite working. Have you ever tried it? You know that. So that would be a really weird question. But I could definitely see people going online. And you know, doing a YouTube search for such and such, or well, doing, you know, finding finding that podcast that ha- that talks about that particular kink or that particular thing, and and so they could get a a, a perspective from a quote unquote expert. I don't want to, I mean, not everybody on YouTube yeah. is an expert, obviously, but they, you know, so they've got sort of this this bottled opinion coming from the internet instead of maybe if they could get it from their friends. I'm not saying their friends necessarily have more accurate information, but it would probably be more honest information. I would love to be in a world where those sorts of conversations are more common. Well, since you brought up YouTube, I have watched a reaction video where people do a social experiment on YouTube and they go around the mall or wherever they may be, a populated area has a bunch of, you know, obviously young ladies, and these are all men that are doing interviews and they're asking in the interview, they come up and do exactly what we're just speaking about. Hey, da da da. Are you into this? And I'm sure they ask for consent to upload after the fact, but to have that audacity, and courage, and confidence that the general population doesn't hold to go up to somebody and just ask that, especially not knowing if this female, or even in some situations a male, has a boyfriend or girlfriend. So it's really risky behavior in any sense that you ask anybody because it comes with risks the boyfriend could react bad the girl could react bad or you could just be looked at like a plain weirdo because somebody else's opinion is stopping you from asking and then i'll bait all these girls are you know 18 and over so they're asking the questions and they're consenting to this short interview and video saying yeah i'd like you to upload this to the channel and it's reaction of somebody's coming up right away doesn't know the girl is saying or supposedly doesn't know the girl and saying you know for example what are you into? Da, da, da. And the girl would say this, that, and the other. And 
some of the times you do see awkward reactions where the friends are like, no, I'm not down to talk about that. And I don't know if it's about self-confidence or if it's about just the schema of the general population's consensus on sex. It's, you're not supposed to talk about it or you're, it's wrong or this is, you know. And I feel like the younger generation is coming out more where it's more open and people are more cool and down to talk about it with it being a casual thing. That might be true. I hope that's true. And I have seen a lot of that, like you said, online. But I have not seen a lot of that in person. In person, yeah. And I'm sure, you know, everybody's friend group is different. And I hope a lot of people have friend groups where, where these sorts of topics are more uh, open. But Relevant, we'll, yeah. We'll have, to, we'll have to see how that goes. There's still a lot of a lot of shortcomings across the board in society as that goes. Yeah. We started talking about um, jokes, but... Uh, we're talking about a slightly more serious topics now. Yeah, maybe so, something for another episode at some point. Maybe I got I, one one thing that uh, I want to sneak in here though is um, this idea of um, uh, protection for sex mm-hmm. is something that uh, uh, I know I don't like to joke about, but it's also something that people have a really hard time bringing up. Like even if you're close enough with a person to think about being in a sexual uh being sexually intimate with them Mm -hmm. it's still sometimes hard to to bring up whether it's birth control or using a condom or whatever else like that yeah what sort of um impression do you get as far as that do you think that's something that people that's a topic that people just try to avoid or do they um how how have you seen people talk about that topic? Me being a 26-year-old male growing up in the era from 1994 to current, um, I know that a lot of the, my peers do not use sexual protection. Now they may use an anti-pregnancy deal where the female has to take a contraceptive, but you now as far as protection from STDs goes, it's pretty fair game for them out there. I mean, it's honestly, I know of a couple people that regularly wear you know rubbers as we call them mm-hmm. and uh but i'd say percentage wise for my friends and i do ask a lot of my friends about this do you wear protection do you use a contraceptive i'd say hmm i'd say a lot of the men and the women prefer the sex without the condom clearly but it's probably a percentage of like in my generation i'd say 75 percent people are not wearing condoms mm-hmm. And, and to some extent, that's a you know a personal choice and a, a preference and all that. But do you think they have a hard time talking about it? Like, do, do they ever do they do they do they not use a condom because they're scared that people will think they're weird if they bring it up? Hmm. Or do you think they're just not worried about it? I think it's a carefree society for the younger generation out here because they're just. I mean, I can't say they're because I'm still young. We're just trying to live our lives and, and enjoy it to the best, and we're kind of living while we're mo- while we're young in the moment. And uh, with that being said, I mean, it's just a lot of people that aren't, <sighs> to say the least, they're not giving a shit, you know, and they just want to feel good while they can. And obviously, sex feels better raw or unprotected. And I'll, I feel like I would people push back against that, but that's for another episode too. 
Like some people will will actually fetishize condoms and stuff like that, but I, I've again, never it's a I've never heard of it previously. But it, that's probably an opinion. Choice, so you know, yeah, so it's a personal choice. So I'd say a lot of people don't wear them, but um, yeah. like I said, it's all up to the opinion of the person that's you know I guess copulating you could say for a professional word of sex. But um, yeah, whoever's fucking, if you want to say it with that term, uh, it's all up to them really. And I ask a lot of my friends when you're having sex, do you wear a condom? And I think it's like 75 to 80 percent of my young younger gentlemen out here are not wearing condoms. What's their reaction when you ask the question? Like, do they laugh at you for even bringing it <laughs> yes, up? Yes, yes. Like, like it's it's like a smirk. It's like it's it like, like a quick smirk, and they're like, like "What? Of course not." Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah, of course they're of course they're they're kicking off gift guard and depends on how long I know them. And some uh, of them wonder, like, I'm just thinking in general, in you know, in my own reasoning here of why that might be but i'm also wondering if there's like a uh a tough guy sort of vibe going on with that like oh well, real men don't yeah don't exactly about that or they don't care or something i don't know but yeah i think it's more of uh so how an animal would mark his turf and mm-hmm. us men you know we get around and oh, i've been with that girl i've been with this girl and i guess if you you know, you been with her and you had a condom on. Some men would say that don't even count. That doesn't count. Yeah, that doesn't count. You weren't in there. You weren't in there with no, uh, no, no protection. So you don't know yeah. what that's really like. I'm not, not sure what what points people are hoping to score there, but I totally get the idea. It's some kind of complex of, that these younger yeah, gentlemen are holding. But I, a competition. It's a competition, for sure. Yes, there's a reason they call it a pissing contest. Right? Exactly. Yes. Okay. Anyway, well, this was a great conversation. Thank you, Jake, for doing this. Um, I don't know. We might end up doing this again sometime because this was pretty cool. Of course, we'll yeah. I had a hard time doing this. It was pretty cool. Uh, I'm glad to help you uh, break the ice, so to speak, with the uh, Joe Conceptual Andy Windows. Definitely. But, uh, All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Take care. Sexually transmitted infections are no joke. According to the Centers for Disease Control, infection rates have gone up just about every year over the past five or ten years. And uh, almost half of those new infections are among youth aged 15 to 24. The most common infections are chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis, but other diseases are still concerning as well. So if you're sexually active or if you're thinking about being sexually active, this is a conversation you need to have. Please make sure you talk uh, with your partner, with your doctor, understand the risks, and do what you can to keep yourself safe.